So a quick announcement about what the next... I can tell you right now what the next 10 episodes of Patreon will be. Yes. If you are going to sign up for our Patreon, every level gets a bonus episode. Yes, that is correct. And the bonus episodes are going to be... All hairspray. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, they're going to be our top five movies each. Yep. So... Two Drink Cinemas top, top 10, 10 movies. movies. So we've realised this many episodes in that we haven't reviewed any of our favourites yet. So we're going to review them for bonus episodes on the Patreon. Yeah. And the first one's going to be... Hairspray. So, listeners, jump onto our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema, if you want to get our bonus episodes and hear our reviews of our favourites. Yes. Two drinks in a mug. Jeez. All right, and we're away. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Welcome, Brett. Thank you, Lee. How are you? I am good. It is late November or early December. Yes. And so we are going to go into the month of the birth of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. Don't you forgetting the true meaning of Christmas, <laughs> the birth of Santa? We are about to celebrate the birth of Santa and the elves and the Grinch and, and all that junk. Uh, John McClane. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it is going to be the month of Christmas, or it may already be the month of Christmas. I haven't got our calendar in front of us, so I'm not sure when this episode comes out off the top of my head. Well, it could also somebody could be listening to it in December. So they could also be listening to it in 100 years from now. I want to be inclusive of all months. Christmas month starts tomorrow, according to our release okay. date. <laughs> Okay, I just looked at the calendar. So we thought we would do a bit of an episode discussing Christmas movies. And the first thing that you found interesting about your research is a movie that is classified as a Christmas movie that Mm. we never expected. So, well, there's a few. Um, I've already mentioned one controversial one. There's a list of... The American Film Institute did a list of voted on a list of the 100 greatest holiday movies. Okay. This is a top 20, we'll say 20. And the holiday and they're all they're all Christmas really. Yep, except um, one that you mentioned. Well, Home Alone is on there at number 20, which we're going to be talking about soon. Yes, Home Alone's coming up this month. Scrooged. Yep. Die Hard. Number 18. Yes. Uh, there's a TV short of The Snowman. Is that that Frosty one? You know yeah. when they sing? You know Yeah, that but one. it doesn't look like Frosty the Snowman because he's got a different hat and a different nose. Oh, okay. Gremlins. Yep. The Bells of St. Mary's. Classic. The Apartment, which I don't remember being about Christmas. No. Uh, singing in the Rain. No. Okay. Yeah, okay. So before we go too much further into that list, I have done a couple of researches about what 
makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie, right? And this is on realtorealmovies.com. And it starts with a reference to Die Hard. Over the last few years, as the Die Hard debate reached peak internet meme status, there seems to have been some degree of confusion as to what constitutes a Christmas movie. Well, if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, says some joyless homunculus, whatever that means, then so does Lethal Weapon, so does Gremlin, so does Batman Returns. The Adams Family starts at Christmas. There you go. Does that make it a Christmas movie? So these are some of the criteria, according to Real to Real Movies, that makes a Christmas movie. The film must primarily be set during the Christmas season. Yes. Okay. Not just have a couple of scenes at the holidays. A film that has only one scene at the holidays, such as Toy Story or several Harry Potter movies, does not meet this qualification. No. Okay. The classic It's a Wonderful Life sneaks in because although large parts of the movie are non-Christmas flashbacks, the framing and sequence... Uh, the framing sequence and the entirety of the film's action takes place on Christmas Eve. Well, that's not quite right. Well, the flashbacks might be not really the lot with the. It's the yeah okay. Are you now saying it's a wonderful life is not a Christmas? No, movie? it is a Christmas movie. Um, but it's I on our calendar to I wouldn't this say. <laughs> I wouldn't say that the majority of the movie is set at Christmas Eve. Because the majority of the movie is the present. The present day is the Christmas season, right? Okay, I think that's what the whole thing of him going. uh, I wish I was never alive. Blah blah blah. I'm a useless person. Happens on Christmas Eve, which I guess is what the movie's all about. Yes. Number two, the film must include traditional Christmas figures in a prominent role. It's a Wonderful Life does not do that. Well, neither does Die Hard. Santa Claus, Rudolph. Neither does Home Alone. And Krampus. Who's Krampus? Krampus is like the bad, like the evil Santa. Like anti-Santa. And Jesus. And Jesus. In case you forgot that. So Life of Brian? We No, there's just one scene. There's one scene of Jesus. Okay. Um, Three. A film must feature one of the traditional Christmas themes, such as love, hope, generosity, Faith, redemption, family, or fear. Apparently fear, fear is... is I'm, a... Well, people are scared of Christmas. Yep. So, It's a Wonderful Life. Hope. Uh, hope, love, family. family. Fear. Fear. <laughs> Angels. Um, there's no, Jesus. Lots of, there's lots of fear in Die Hard. And, but there is family and hope. Okay. Not generosity. That guy does not share his cocaine with anybody. No. <laughs> Number. Oh, that's three. That's it. Three, oh. <laughs> three ticks. Okay. Number four, it needs to have a song and dance number in it that is a Christmas song. Yeah. No. <laughs> so then they go. So there's our litmus test. Pick a movie and ask yourself if it fits at least two of these qualifications. If it does, it's a Christmas movie. So Die Hard does. I. It's set at Christmas. Right. And it has hope and family. I don't, because I haven't seen Die Hard for a while. Okay. But I will obviously will be rewatching it soon for yes. an upcoming episode of Two Drink Cinema. Um, I, when I watched it, I, I didn't go, oh, that's a movie of Christmas. It's, no. No. I, I don't think, 
when they all, I don't think when they made the movie, they made a Christmas. Anyway, we'll talk about that when we talk about Die Hard. This is in some lists, some examples. A Christmas Story. Uh, it's got Christmas in the title. Yeah. About a family at Christmas time with a main character hoping for a special gift from Santa. All three. It's a Wonderful Life. Sneaks in on number one as a tale of redemption. And I don't meets, think it's redemption. Oh, and as a tale of redemption meets three. But it's also hope and family. Yeah. Um, it sneaks in on one because it's at mostly Christmas Eve. Well, the the girls playing um, on the piano are Christmas Carol badly in there the movie. Go. So there's a song um, as well. I'm adding that as an extra criteria. A Christmas Carol yeah. does. Even um, Scrooged or a Flintstones Christmas Carol. We talked about Flintstones the other day, but we didn't talk about a Flintstones a Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. There's also uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. That's a classic. Um, there's an everything or there's a Disney Christmas, Christmas Carol, Carol is like Mickey then plays one what's his name? Donald is Donald Duck like Scrooge Scrooge McDuck, McDuck, Scrooge obviously and Goofy plays the Jacob Marley the ghost right of his dead partner um Home Alone yes because it's set at Christmas and it's about redemption and family redemption tell me redemption well the family thing together no Kevin's mum has to redeem the fact that she left her son home home alone so for three then, days. And then she redeems herself by doing it again next, next year. year. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about Home Alone 1 and 2 in a future episode. <laughs> There's one also called Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. That sounds amazing. It's got Santa Claus in it. So that obviously is ticking the traditional Christmas figure. And it's set around the Christmas season, but it doesn't necessarily follow one of the themes. Uh, there's a whole lot more. Apparently, Shazam, Die Hard, yes. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street, Obviously. Holiday Inn, any oh, yes. Hallmark Lifetime Netflix movie about a no-nonsense businesswoman who finds love with a small town boy and his adorable dog and or child at the holidays. Or Christmases. <laughs> um, White Christmas. Love Actually. Love Actually. Love Actually features love, obviously, and is set in the holiday season. And features family and redemption. Yes. And fear. Oh, Alan Rickman doesn't get Because any Colin redemption. Firth is very feared that he's going to die alone. Wow. Okay, so he learns Portuguese badly. <laughs> so he learns Portuguese. Uh, there's another article on Hollywood Reporter, which pretty much goes through a similar thing. Setting, um, genre, characters. Um, so that's as we start into the... I know people have their advent calendar of Christmas movies, 24 to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure they fit two of those three criteria from realtorealmovies.com. I'll put the link in the episode description uh, in case anyone wants to go into more detail. But I did read most of the blog article out to yeah everyone i was gonna now. say it doesn't sound like there was much more um i um so what else is on that afi list questionable well the big one that stands out as a movie that i don't consider because this is holiday movies so not specifically christmas movies oh because in um america they have the whole holiday season that yeah, includes it could Thanksgiving, be um, hanukkah it could be a new Year's movie Eve. about 
Veterans Day. I don't know. What? So born on Fourth of July? Is that on the list? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, singing in the Rain. I said before. Which to me is not a Christmas movie I can't or even a remember, holiday movie. I can't even remember Christmas being in the movie. No, it's scene. not. No. Okay. Um, the other one that stands out at number 11 yep. is The Wizard of Oz. Okay. The Wizard of Oz. She doesn't... I'm not sure... No. Uh, when's no. Christmas in the movie? Not. It's but not. It's, all, it's like if it's holiday, there's also not holiday in it. Uh, did you skip over the introduction paragraph that says these are good movies to watch on the holidays while your kids are on school holidays? Is that what it means? No, I don't know. This just says a list of it. Oh. No. Because that's a good movie to watch on the school holidays, but it's not a holiday-themed movie. So the movies we are looking at this month, one classic... One cult, one nostalgia, two nostalgia. One questionable. Well, I'm counting Die Hard as a cult Christmas movie because Die Hard as a Christmas movie has a cult following. So the classic is It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. The cult, as we just mentioned, is Die Hard. Yeah. The nostalgia is Home Alone 1 and 2. Yep. We're just rolling them together because it's basically the different mo- same movie. Same movie. But it's just in a that city. one has Donald Trump in it, one has a bird lady, and one has an old man that goes to church. Yes. The old man's in the first one, the bird yeah, lady's yeah, yeah. in the second one. Yeah. Feed the birds. Wrong. Oh. But wrong song, but it's a tribute to the bird lady. Surely that's Maybe. a tribute to Feed the Birds, Tuppence a Bag. Tuppence? Tuppence? I don't know, yeah. actually. I'm going to look that up. Is Christopher Columbus a Mary Poppins fan? Probably. Who isn't? He's a human. It's a great movie. Christopher Columbus. I mean, he's... Discovered America. Directed <laughs> well... Daniel Radcliffe and Macaulay <laughs> Culkin. Um, then our... Yeah, so our classic is Into Wonderful Life. Our cult is Die Hard. Our nostalgia movies are Home Alone 1 and 2. And we're squeezing one extra in before the end of 2021. Yes. Um, oh, we're going to see Dune. We are going to see Dune. Dune. On the... Dune. I'm calling uh, it Dune now. In the IMAX. So that will be squeezed in there as well. And then we are... This is real nostalgia. Yes. Because it's like... It's going like Plan 9 again. We're going <laughs> to review a movie called A Mum for Christmas. Okay, it. I think it's a movie we've seen once, but it is stuck in my memory. Okay, I'm not, I, re- I don't want to take too much from our preview episode, but this is what Wikipedia says about A Mum for Christmas. It's based on a book called A Mum by Magic by Barbara Dillon. It's a made-for-television Christmas fantasy comedy film starring Olivia Newton-John that we all know and love and other... Classic people like Juliet Sorcy and Doug Sheehan. <laughs> and Doris Roberts. Doris Roberts we know and love as well. Directed by George T. Miller and produced by, what a surprise, Walt Disney Television. <laughs> produced a made-for-television Christmas oh. fantasy comedy film. The film marked Newton-John's television film debut 
and her first film appearance in seven years since Two of a Kind in 1983. And what a way to come back. I love that on this same Wikipedia page, it says C also, as like suggestions, and it's Life Size, which is the one where Tyra Banks plays a Barbie doll kind of thing that comes to life. Oh, yes. And Mannequin. Isn't Mannequin a horror? No, isn't Mannequin like a mannequin comes to life? Oh, no. Mannequin is a 1987 American romantic comedy film directed by Michael Gottlieb. It stars Andrew McCarthy, Kim Cattrall, Estelle Getty, Mesash Taylor, and G.W. Bailey. Yeah. So, uh, A Mum for Christmas, it's so good, you can only get it on dodgy Russian YouTube streams. Yes. So, that's something to look forward to for the end of the month. Surprisingly, not on Disney+. Plus. Really? Well, I don't know. You just said... Oh, yeah. I did, didn't I? Maybe. We'll see. So uh, that's. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Love Actually, which we're not going to review. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. Um, yeah, it's not on Disney Plus. A Mum for Christmas. But we'll have a link for everybody to be able to watch it somehow. Um, I do love Love Actually. I don't. Watch a lot of Christmas movies at Christmas. Shane and I generally watch Die Hard. Yeah. And one year we thought... Gremlins. One year we thought, we'll watch Die Hard um, and watch all these Christmas movies. But then we changed tack and just did an Alan Rickman tribute. So we watched Die okay. Hard and then we're like, oh, we love Alan Rickman. So then we watched Galaxy Quest then we watched like Love Actually. two Harry Potter movies and then Love Actually. Um, so two of all of the Alan Rickman movies that we watched were Christmas movies, but not intentionally. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't generally watch a lot. I haven't seen The Grinch, nah. which according to Screen Rant uh, is one of the highest grossing films, highest grossing f- Christmas film of all time. Is the Grinch the animated 2018 one? Five hundred twelve oh, million dollars. Not the Jim Carrey one. Not the Jim Carrey one. You want to know what else is? This is the uh, top fifteen. Because why not pick ten highest-grossing films of all time? Arthur Christmas. Okay, I haven't seen animated. That. The first computer-animated movie from Oscar-winning animation studio Aardman Animations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ardman is Wallace and, Gromit. Wallace and Gromit. Arthur Christmas revolves around the youngest son of the then sitting Santa, whose naive love for the season leads him on a heartfelt adventure to get a missed present to its rightful owner before Christmas morning. Four Christmases Ugh. was number fourteen. Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon. Um, like it's a good cast: Robert Duvall, Sissy Spacek, John Voight, Mary Steenburgen. Like they're good parents. Yeah. One I do like, but I forgot about until I saw it, is The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Oh, with Tim Allen. The Santa Claus 2 is on this list with $172 million. Um, I do like The Santa Claus. I like Tim Allen. It's basically Tim the Toolman Taylor playing Santa playing Claus. Santa Claus, yeah. Number 12 on this list is The Nutcracker and the Four Realms, which I haven't seen. No. Nah. Uh, Daddy's Home 2. No. Nah. Uh Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. The Santa Claus, number 10. There you go. Um, the Holiday. 
Not bad. Really? Not bad for a movie with Cameron Diaz and Jack Black in it. Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, Jack Black. Yeah. They go and swap houses and boyfriends. Elf? No, someone's someone's brother or something. Oh, yeah. Kate Wins- Jude Law is Kate Winslet's brother or something yes. like that. Uh, Elf? Haven't seen it. Will Ferrell? Uh, don't at me. I haven't seen Will Ferrell. The seventh, number seven on this list is Love Actually. I oh, think yeah. if you counted streams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like... It's it's full on. Everybody streams Love Actually. It's but like the Mariah Carey of movies. Yeah. Um, this year, Mariah Carey's song, All I Want for Christmas mm-hmm. Is You, is already in the Spotify streaming charts. Yeah. It, on the 3rd of November, it entered the Spotify streaming charts at the highest position it's ever re-entered the charts. Oh, no. So oh, God. Look out. Uh, the Polar Express, number six on the list. Mm-hmm. Number five, A Christmas Carol, the 2009... Oh, the Jim Carrey weird one. No, the yes. 2009 one that's done the motion capture animation yeah. the same as the Polar Express. It just looks weird. It is weird. And Robert Zemeckis, who I obviously like, it, it's just strange that motion capture technology thing is strange. Because it does kind of look a lot like Jim Carrey. It's yeah. weird. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, is number four on the list. Then number three is Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the live-action Jim Carrey. Okay. Number two, Home Alone. Right. And number one, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch, the animated 2018 version. Right. Yeah. Do we want to go on a screen rant even further, clicking through things? How many versions of the A Christmas Carol do you reckon there have been? 18. There's been, well, there's been a lot because Screen Rant has done the top 10 do you include, versions of A Christmas Carol. Do you include TV shows that have done a Christmas episode spoofing A Christmas Carol? I wouldn't think so. Oh, well. Because then Family Guy and The Simpsons the are Simpsons on that list. And Futurama yep. and. So this is the, according to IMDb, the top 10 versions of A Christmas Carol. I number think number 10, one will be The Muppets. Well, possibly. Number 10 is A Flintstones Christmas Carol. Number nine is A Christmas Carol, 1999. That's the one with... Um, what's his name in it? I'm looking right at him. I don't know. Jean-Luc Picard. Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> in it. Uh, the 1938... Is Star Trek Christmas Carol? Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek's A Christmas Carol. 1938, A Christmas Carol. Okay, that's probably the first um, one. Which uh, had Reginald Owen as Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, wow. You Richie. know this. Yeah, you know this guy. He is he Mary Poppins? Let's have a look. Reginald I Owen. I think so. Uh, 1970, there was a one that is called Scrooge, and the picture they've chosen actually makes him look like Fagin from Oliver. Oh, God. Because <laughs> he's just got a bunch of kids following him down the street. Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol is number six. The Muppet Christmas Carol is number five. Ooh, okay. Then the 1984... Mary Poppins. Yeah, I thought so. 1984, A Christmas Carol, is number four. It's a British television production. Okay. Yeah. Um, Frank Finlay, Roger Rees, David Warner, and Susanna York. Oh, Susanna York. Number three, Blackadder's Christmas Carol. Oh, Okay. 
Number two, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh. And number one, the nineteen fifty one version, A Christmas Carol. Right. According to the IMDB rankings, that's got an eight point one. Because it's apparently a very faithful adaptation. So that's just a little bit about Christmas movies. What's your favourite Christmas movie, brother? Love actually. Well, well it's I, a wonderful looking, life. Looking at the that list of the AFR, I think it might be singing in the rain. I really don't know. <laughs> yep. I think I have to reassess what a um, no. thing is. Singing in the rain is not it. Um, well, I watch um, It's a Wonderful Life all the time. One of my favourite Christmas moments, it doesn't happen anymore, was the High Five song at Carol's oh, by yeah, Candlelight. Yeah, yeah. Santa Claus is coming. But yeah. now that High Five can't sing, they don't do songs anymore. Now that High Five can't sing? Well, no, the first five of High Five oh, actually could, could sing. sing. Right. And then they just slowly they replaced them, them with people that could just smile very loudly yeah. and didn't look quite as inappropriate in tight white pants. I'm no. looking at you, Nathan. Mm. Mm. That was an iconic <laughs> moment for Channel 9's Carols by Candlelight. Um, I need to watch The Gremlins again, actually. All right. Well, we're going to watch a lot of probably Christmas movies. We might put out a few reviews on the website. Yes. Um, so stay tuned for that. If you watch Christmas movies this month, let us know. Join the Facebook group uh, and you can... We might have a little poll of favourite Christmas movies going for the month of December. And if you have any recommendations of Christmas movies that we should watch on top of the four that we've got... Um, then please let us know. Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you give us a rating and review. Join our Facebook group. The link for all of that is in the episode description. Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Sox Entertainment. For more of Odd Sox Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese. Let's have a chat. An open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod.